from the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I caught up with Moira Gassick, Chief Operating Officer at Peninsula, who since 1997 have been providing professional services encompassing employment law and HR, health and safety management, litigation representation, employee well-being, and much, much more to growing businesses throughout Ireland. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Moira. Moira, the whole landscape of the employer-employee relationship has really changed, you know, in the last number of years. And there's so many, so much for us to keep abreast, especially for the small business owner. You know, what would you say will be the biggest changes that any of our listeners here today need to be aware of? So firstly, thank you for having me today. I'm very excited to be here. Um, yes, absolutely. The last couple of years have been a roller coaster. Uh, for small, medium-sized businesses, large organisations, and there has been so much change in the employment landscape. Um, I think if anybody had have asked me before um, COVID, or when we were in the middle of COVID, whether or not some of the challenges that we have now would be a challenge, I probably would have said no. Uh, one of the areas that's a real challenge for employers at the moment is around the recruitment side of things, mm-hmm. um, and recruiting and retaining and attracting staff is a real challenge. Um, we know when we've seen the census announced there the other week, like we're practically full employment, uh, which is fabulous for the country. Um, however, it's brought real challenges for employees as well and employers. Um, and it's definitely still an employee's market out there. Um, so some of the things that we're looking at is around, you know, the, the business culture. So what the business culture looks like, looking at things in relation to trying to attract, retain. So setting you above other employers in maybe in your field or in different industries. Because one of the other things that we have seen is during COVID that employees took a step back, looked at their lives and what they wanted out of their lives. And some mm-hmm. of them made career changes and have changed direction in relation to careers. And um, so, you know, particularly, for example, in the hospitality trade, there is a really um, lean employment market there at the moment. But just as suppose coming back to the culture piece, I think that's really important. And the culture that we had in the workplace two, three years ago, it's completely different to what it is now and the landscape is completely different. So employees are looking for much more flexibility, much more work-life balance, um, and they're looking to see what the employer can offer to them, I suppose, to make their lives better, more enhanced, um, and also a place that they really want to come to work and they really want to enjoy working in. Um, so employers have had to look at different ways of trying to facilitate that um, and seeing what works best for the business and for the individual. And I think one of the biggest changes that most of us have seen and come across, you know, um, whether or not we ourselves or, or any of our listeners here have been able to go, you know, remote and work a hybrid model um, or not. There's some industries, yes, that it's suited to and others not, such as hospitality, etc., where you physically have to be there with your customer and premises. But a lot of businesses, you know, where you buy, you need a laptop and IT equipment, you know, to, you know, to essentially to do your job and to do your role. A lot of that, you know, tr- you know, I suppose, translated into a home office environment for many people. And I know that one thing that a lot of employers, especially small employers, are trying to do is to compete with bigger organizations that are offering, I won't say packages are more flexible workplace and all of that. What do you, what have you seen with regard to the, the culture and maybe the difficulties posed by offering remote working? Because it does have its advantages for the employee, absolutely, because you've got you know, this work-life balance and you're not losing as much time commuting, etc. But how can an organization, I suppose, maintain that workplace culture? 
Yeah, look, I think there's a few things that can be done. Um, and I suppose done properly, it can work for the employer and the employee. Ultimately, the employer wants the work done, wants productivity good and wants their business to perform, while the employee, as you say, wants the flexibility and wants a good work-life balance. And it's really getting that to match each other. Um, so communication is key. So the employer basically setting expectations, the employee understanding what those expectations is um, and how they're going to work together to reach their overall goals. Um, and some things that we've seen employers do is, you know, the, the Monday to Friday, nine to five is probably not as uh, prevalent as what it has been before. Um, so employers need to look at their own business and see what works for them. So is it that they can allow an employee, for example, to take some hours off in the middle of the day where they can pick up children from school or they can go to a class or, you know, go to the dentist, all those appointments that they, they may have traditionally had to take time off. Is there flexibility to be able to do that? Um, and can the employer and the employee work together to make those arrangements part of it? Um, and a lot of employers are doing that at the moment and they're working really well in relation to, to making that happen. But the important part is that communication, that, mm -hmm. that both the employer and the employee are communicating, that they both understand what the working hours are, what flexibility is available, and how that's going to be communicated on both sides. Um, and when that is in place, it makes life much easier for everybody and everybody is happy and it creates a nice working environment. Some of the other things that we have seen is how do you get that, I suppose, cohesive working together type of culture, which is really important in any workplace. Mm -hmm. So when you've got teams that are scattered, so looking at ways of doing team meetings, maybe it's saying, OK, one day a week that we need to be in the office together or we need to be in a hub together. So you keep that human in in interaction together as well. Um, and a lot of employers are doing that at the moment as well uh, and trying to make sure that at least at one point during the week, all of the team are working together. I don't think we can ever take away that people learn from each other, mm -hmm. you know, bouncing off ideas off each other, you know, being collaborative. That's all really still important in the workplace. And it's just making sure that you find a way of making sure that that's happening. And look, ultimately as well, the workplace is a social setting. So you want people to be sociable together um, and enjoy the working environment. So sometimes we'll see that people will, you know, have team events, um, and that can be either done online or offline. We've all seen different ways of how we can be <laughs> creative. Can make creative. <laughs> Absolutely creative. Whether that is a quiz, bingo, whatever the case may be, that there's some sort of other social interactive that people get to know each other. Um, and I think there was a phase that we went through that people were concerned that they wouldn't get promotion or they wouldn't be able to progress in a business because they were working from home. Um, and, and that not, isn't necessarily the case. You know, if, if you're productive, that your output is good, that you're contributing to the business, all of that still counts in relation to try to progress your career and develop your career. Um, and yes, you know, getting back to smaller SME, that can be a bigger challenge uh, for them uh, because they may not have the, the technology, et cetera, like that in place, but they, they can find a way of working around it. And I really think, and I'm, I'm quite an advocate for the fact that communication, being open, being honest, being transparent, are all really important things that everybody looks for um, and I suppose the salary was always probably number one on the priority list for most people and while in these times salary is just so important it isn't normally the main driving factor for employees at the moment when they're looking for you know employment you know looking to make a career with somebody they look at that well-being look at those other options that may be available to them as well and depending on your business 
you know, you can look at things like, can you give maybe extra annual leave? Can you give a condensed working week? And what I mean by that is, can you do your five days over three days? So your week is shorter, but you may work longer hours. You know, can you take mm -hmm. off an extra period of time during the summer period where we're getting this fabulous weather? Or, you know, so other options that may not necessarily have a cost impact on the employer. You know, we're also looking at SMEs, particularly working together. Um, and what I mean by that is if you're in a, in a, in a town or an area, etc., can you offer your employees, for example, an agreement that you get a discount at the local dry cleaners and the local coffee shop? If you work for for um, a particular employer so we've seen a lot of businesses come together and work together by offering different uh, benefits to their staff that may not have been in place before and that's a fantastic thing to be able to do and because you're supporting business and the overall community as well because we know and very much so as well as a result of the, the two to three years that have gone on before is that not everything happens say around the capital there's so many fantastic businesses and business hubs with great internet connectivity and connection now throughout all of ireland and one thing that i suppose has been and we talked about earlier on about you know we're almost at full employment at the minute how you've got the larger companies offering the very attractive you know remuneration packages versus what an SME is trying to compete with to attract similar talent in that. Do you still see that competition very much out there? Or is it, as you said, that there's a lot more people looking at other factors outside of the remuneration? Yeah, I think it's a combination of both. Um, I mean, look, I think some of the bigger, particularly tech industries have gone through quite a change over even the last couple of months. Um, that probably has made some people a little bit apprehensive. Um, I think there's always going to be competition between SMEs and the bigger companies, but that's always been there. You know, that, that's not a new phenomenon. It hasn't just happened because of COVID. You know, people like to feel belonged. They want to be part of a business. They want to be part of a business growth. And that's an advantage that an SME has because, you know, they can people can come in, they can work with the owners, the management team and see it grow and see it flourish. And when you make your employees part of that decision-making process, so allowing them to contribute to ideas, etc., that creates a, co a cohesive working environment. Um, and that can be a real benefit that may not necessarily be available to them in a bigger organisation. You know, we've we've seen a lot of legislation changes over the last while as well. Um, you know, there's been quite a lot since, since COVID has happened between sick leave pay. You know, we have the new working... Um, flexible working policy, successful that coming down the line. So all of those things that puts in some sort of a framework will also make it easier for the new way of working that we have found ourselves in as well to be to be managed and to be, um, I suppose, cohesive with the employer and the employee. And so, uh, just something that you mentioned there, Moira, was very interesting is that, you know, employees like to feel as if they belong. And I think two words that really kind of come to mind there is diversity and inclusion. Do you have any tips for any of our listeners today or any employers and how they can become a more inclusive and diverse workplace. Yeah, look, I mean, I think overall Ireland has become a very diverse community. You know, socially, we, we socialise with people from all different nationalities now. Our kids go to school with all people from different mm -hmm. nationalities, uh, which is a really good thing because that brings new skills. It brings new ideas to the workplace. And it's really important that that's embraced. Um, you know, so things like identifying maybe particular celebrations that happen for different cultures, etc., and allowing that to be celebrated in the workplace for people to get to know um, people's backgrounds, where they come from, you know, doing things like, if, you know, different food days, they can all be really positive because it encompasses everybody together. You know, one of the other things that we have seen is not even just from a cultural perspective, but we've seen, you know, more women come back to work. We've seen sometimes men want to stay, stay at home a little bit more than before. That's a really big change in culture um, and it's something that's been encouraged overall. Um, so embracing that 
um, and and you know making that part of your normal working environment uh, can be really successful for your business. So Moira, it's been uh, you know there's been a mindful of information which has come across there, but all of it is just so so relevant, especially to our listeners today who primarily made up of you know your smaller and your medium sized enterprises. If we were just to leave maybe on three parting tips that you would have for any employer that's listening today in their dealings with their employees, what should they be aware of, or maybe what should they consider you know implementing? Okay, first thing is be open and communicative. Um, so talking to your employees, having your policies, your procedures in place, really important because that's the foundation of how you're going to build your relationship with your with your employee and your employee base. Um, having team meetings, having a regular contact, all of that would be really beneficial to your business um, and working with your employees um, and setting param- parameters, all really important things for a successful business, I would say. And what I love about those three points is that they're all so doable and they're things that we should be doing on a daily basis anyway. And so much of it comes back to the underlying thing of communication. And I think if there's ever any issue or problem arises in the workplace, that open those open lines of communication right from the start are so, so important. Moira, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today. I think if you're a mindful of information, if any of our listeners here today would like to get in touch with you and Peninsula with regard to your services, you know, the HR health and safety side of things, how do you suggest they do that? So they can either contact us through our website um, or they can contact us on 0818130027. Thank you so much for joining me, Maura. Thank you. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.